0: And I'm Liz, and we're sisters, scientists, and lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. All right, so welcome to episode seven. We're going to be talking about Ghost and Machine today. But before that, I have two updates, which I have been waiting for for like a week. Yeah, the first one is real exciting. I'm sure all on the edges of your seats because in the last episode, I said, I'll find out if my banking software allows me to deposit checks online. Oh, yeah. It does. Oh, good. Yep. Good. I don't, I, this makes my life much easier. Yeah. So there we go. It I can, does. I can uh, scan checks and deposit them without leaving my house. Oh, I'm I happy for I don't have you. to deposit them at the ATM. So that's my first update. But more importantly, <laughs> thank you to Connie Kalsh, listener and, uh, very good friend, who actually informed us about this, uh, informed me about this. I'd like to remind you all about Doug Hutchison, the actor who plays Squeeze, or who plays um, Tombs in the episode Squeeze. Okay, yeah. He Mm -hmm. is the guy who married the 16-year-old in his acting class when he was 50. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Courtney was the the person's person's name name Mm -hmm. that he married. Uh, It's important that I remind you that Doug's partner's name was Courtney. Okay. uh, Because Connie looked up Doug to see more details. As you'll recall, I told everyone, latest update from Doug that we'd heard is he was working with therapy goats. Oh, yeah. And so Connie decided to do some more research and found that he wrote a book uh, called "Flushing Hollywood, I think it was. It is, by all accounts, very bad and very much like... I wouldn't have gotten that from the name. (laughs) And it's like a tell-all that makes him sound really... Well, I don't think it actually does, but it's designed to make him sound good, mm. I guess. Uh, Nathan Rabin, a uh, writer mm-hmm. that I really like, wrote, read the book and wrote an article about it and, and said how it was, terrible it was. Okay, yeah, yeah like, was He likes say. to read terrible. Nathan Raven reads terrible celebrity tell-alls mm. and writes articles about them. And nice. they're pretty funny. So, yeah, Doug Hutchison... Has a very long sort of review slash like deep dive into this terrible book he wrote. Um, but on his personal website, the important thing is he's also writing, in the process of writing a children's book about his Italian greyhound. Oh, no way! Named Dortney. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, that's really weird. Yes. Dortney. Oh, my God. The dog. So. Oh, I've been dying so to tell you that. Especially because, like, it's not like Mary and Carrie. Dorothy is not a name. Oh, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. God, so that's that... <laughs> really disturbing. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Well, thanks, Connie. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice detective work there. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, That was the the most exciting thing I had to offer was... Yeah. Dortney. (laughs) Dortney. The dog. (laughs) Doug Hutchison's dog. All right. So, Ghost in the Machine, which I guess we have to talk about now. Can I offer my quick take on it? Yeah. It was really boring. Yeah. I just could not bring myself to care. Yeah. Yeah. It was... uh... It was not my favorite episode. And he, it also like it also wasn't one that like I actively hated. No, but I didn't care really at no, all. No, that's what it was. It was yeah. like well, that was an episode of TV yeah. that I watched. Yeah, and so you know we don't have to go as in depth if both of yeah, us were bored true. by it. We'll just yeah. kind of talk about what as it was. Will. Yeah, and uh, yeah. whatever. I did think there's like some interesting stuff. So the whole the whole premise to like really sum it up briefly, is that there is this computer system that this genius guy invented, and it's basically becoming sentient and murderous. Yep. And I mean that's that's it. Yeah. That's the episode. Yeah. Um, and also I felt like all of the all of the oh, no, the artificial intelligence is getting smarter stuff seemed very dated. Yes. And very much like, well, yeah, we know the robots will kill us. (laughs) Like, this is not, I did not find that to be news as uh, maybe it was in
1: 93. Also,
0: I just felt like if by 2022 we haven't actually had any sentient buildings killing us true it seems really unlikely that they could have had the technology to do that in 1993 yeah it yeah, yeah it all seemed very low tech like yes. you know like a yeah. a regular camera uh, or you know um camcorder uh mm-hmm. like zooming in on them or whatever um so yeah so this the the genius guy who invented this is ousted from the company mm-hmm. and so they think that he's behind these murders I think part of the reason the episode was not especially compelling is, as the viewer, you have no doubt from the start that it's this computer system killing people. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, maybe if they'd made it, like, is it the creator? Right, Brad. Brad, who, like, walks Mm -hmm. around barefoot and has some theories about He's clearly supposed to be, like, a low, I wanted to say low-tech, low-budget Jeff, not Jeff Bezos. Uh, What's that guy's name? Steve Jobs. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. he's meant to be, like, he's the creative, visionary genius, yeah. you know, and he's, he's like, strange and, you know. Yeah. And also, like, kind of not. Like, he just seemed like kind of someone I'd avoid at a party. Like, he didn't seem, <laughs> like, yeah. strange in any sort of fun way. No, like. unlike the, the graveyard caretaker yes. in the previous episode. Yes. Yeah, who, him I would talk to at a party. <laughs> Let me be clear. I was about to say I'd avoid him at a party as well, but for different reasons. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, like, uh, Oren on Parks and Rec. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One thing I did think was interesting was we got to see kind of like a friend of Mulder's. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That other agent named Jerry. Yeah, which I feel like... Mulder has friends? Yes, that is exactly how I felt. (laughs) It's like, it seemed out of character. And I mean... Well, maybe Jerry was his friend. Jerry dies in that episode. Yeah, and so then that was it. Yeah. There's also, um, Danny that he was talked to. That's true. Danny. his friend. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess I put them more in like a work relationship. Yeah, but yeah. that doesn't mean they're not friends. No, yeah. colleagues, friends. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, basically, Mulder and Scully go out. They investigate stuff. Uh, for Brad goes to jail because he confesses to the murders, mm-hmm. and at first they think it's like so he can. Protect the computer system or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then I thought it was a little bit compelling when Brad was talking about Oppenheimer and the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. like, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on that, knowing more about bombs than me. <laughs> I mean, I think that, yeah, a lot of the people involved in the atomic bomb ha- lived with a lot of regret uh, for their actions for what that did unleashed. They, did they on the talk world. about that? Oh sure, yeah. I mean some people do, you know. And oh did. Hold on. let's put this in context. So when Brad, the creator guy, was in prison, he was talking Mulder came and they were talking and he was talking about this technology that he discovered or whatever created, um, this super smart COS or uh what is it? Something operating system.
1: Computer operating remember. system. I'll be yeah,
0: honest. I don't know. Uh, I usually take notes Didn't bother this time. Yeah, I just couldn't bring myself to. I was just like, "Eh." see, and I took way more notes than usual because normally I'm too invested in the Ah. episode. But this time I was like, yeah, I can keep typing. Um, Got it. So, Brad starts talking about how yes, this technology may have been dangerous or may have killed but starts talking about Robert Oppenheimer and about splitting the atom and how that technology got into the wrong hands and kind of talking about that. So that's bringing it back to Oppenheimer. That's where that kind of came from. Yeah, so basically Brad has put himself in jail or you know confessed to the crimes mm-hmm. in hopes that this technology will not get out so that he doesn't have the same regrets as Oppenheimer if this technology Brad came up with gets into the wrong hands. Although. Right. I guess I feel like, what are they going to do with this? Create killer computers that have to be installed in whole buildings before they do anything. I mean, like, yeah. Like, Hey, other world leaders come into this elevator (laughs) and uh, (laughs) our computer will kill you. Yeah. That if it decides to like, yeah. So yeah, I didn't totally follow on like the implications of this for changing the world as far as weapons, but whatever. Um mm. Yeah, I don't know. People have regrets about being involved yeah. with the creation of the bombs. Well, for sure. oh I'm sure yeah. I'm sure they do. Yeah. I didn't know if there was any sort of like public statements that I wasn't aware of or like people that were more outspoken about it. I think Oppenheimer was, but honestly, was I don't I don't know off the top of my head. And as I told you I was not super interested in this episode and didn't really look into it i just uh, googled oppenheimer and i thought for a second oh my god he was really good looking when he was young and then i realized i'm looking at a picture of killian murphy i don't (laughs) don't know what i did wrong there i don't know if he played him in something but uh, (laughs) anyway killian murphy is very attractive false alarm everyone um oh on the other hand i need everyone to go look up what's that dude's name my name is Philip. Okay. Philip Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton's son, the one who died. I oh, hope that's really? That's not a spoiler because it happened like 250 years ago. Yeah. Um, no, I've shown you his picture, haven't I? I don't know. The Philip who was shot. Oh, maybe? Um, okay, hold on. I'm going to get the picture. Oh, my God. Right? Now, what's interesting is I sent this that's to my a friend. a real hot guy. Yeah. Yeah, I sent this to my friend Melanie interestingly, and she was like, "Whoa." Um, she said something that didn't make me think she was talking about him being hot. Oh. And it was because she thought I was showing her because she thought it looks so much like my son's that like he looks like he could be a relative. I mean, your son's are children and that's a hot adult. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> it's not how I'm seeing it. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to say. Yeah. But also out of Curiosity, I, I looked it up, and apparently there was a meeting between Oppenheimer and President Truman in which Oppenheimer said he felt like he had blood on his hands. And uh, Truman ended the meeting and was mad at him and said, I don't want to see that son of a bitch in my office ever again. Oh my god, really? Yes. Whoa. So yeah, he definitely felt yeah. remorse. I mean, and that is like, I don't know. Me and my students were actually just talking about this because I had them read the book Unwell Women by Eleanor Cleghorn. Oh, I've heard I mean, that. God, it's really good. It's good in the sort of way that will make you really angry. Oh. Yeah. So, mm. I mean, like, it's something yeah. I made my students read because a lot of them are pre-med and want to be physicians. And so, like, I want to hammer into them ethical behavior mm. um, and try to get rid of yeah. their, you know, inherent sexism, et cetera. But it goes into J. Marion Sims. A bunch. Don't know who that is. Oh, he's the, quote unquote, father of gynecology. Um, and he did some very horrible things to enslaved women. Oh, my God. And uh, we were talking about, like, we still use all this knowledge. I mean, like, it's the same how, like. Yeah. I feel like Vax Files even gets in, not that, but gets into the Nazi. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Operation later. paperclip. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't have answers to no, that. I do not feel prepared to answer complicated ethical questions. No. Um, but I thought it was interesting, at least that the X Files yeah. sort of touched on it. I yeah. thought it was at least the most compelling part of a rather uncompelling episode. Yes, agreed. I will also say during the same part, I was taking notes and my keyboard started acting weird and oh just my had God. like a string of A's all <gasps> of a sudden when I wasn't even typing. Awesome. Like it was screaming. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> my computer is sentient and it's yeah. concerned I that mean, honestly, I'm do it. I'm watching the computer we're recording this on right now just to see if it is up to anything. I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> nope. It knows I'm watching, though. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. We say all this and it was so, you know, noteworthy in 1993. On the other hand, I was like, idly talking about how I need to buy a new bra. And now all my ads on my phone are for bras that are comfortable. And I'm convinced it's because my phone heard me. But I'm like, yeah, it's because my phone heard me probably, right? Is that yeah. a thing? And I don't even like, you know, there's no emotion associated with it. I'm like, oh yeah, probably that's a thing. Yeah, that's true. They say it's yeah. not, but it sure seems like it is. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I read something non-official on like I think like a Twitter post that was shared on Instagram or something about how that stuff actually works, like hmm. about how, and, and it wasn't like, oh, just your phone is listening to you. There was something more in depth, Okay, but it was so in depth that I forgot. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I basically just was like, oh, okay, my phone's not totally listening yeah, to me. And yeah. then that was where yeah, that, so I that mean... ended. But also, I mean, like it kind of is like the whole, I mean... It certainly keeps track of stuff we search for. Oh, for sure. I yeah, mean, like, of course. Yeah, you know, and that's just kind of accepted. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know, and maybe that was. And now we feel so blasé about yeah. it. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean even more than I did like ten years ago. Yeah. Let alone in 1993. Right. Um. I mean, we didn't have the internet in 1993. The world did, but our household yeah. did not. When did we? You know, I was trying to we remember. We got it in 1994. Oh. Okay. Yep. All right. I was in seventh grade. Okay. Because I remember I remember when we got our first computer and how like giant it was and exciting and stuff. Yeah. But I wasn't sure what exact year that was. So, 94. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had yeah. I mean, dial-up, of course, obviously. Yeah. We had a separate phone line, so we were like lucky in that way that we... Did could... we right away? Yeah, we had one to begin with for oh. some other reason. I don't remember why. Yeah, but we had a separate phone line in the office for some reason. Oh, okay. Um, I did think it was interesting, all the, like, modem sounds that were in this episode. Oh, yeah. And uh, thinking about how long it will take for people to not know what that sound is. Do you think that... It's going to take a while? Well, I don't no. know. That's the thing. Like, are does Gen Z know what that sound means? Or, like, will my children know what that sound means? Like, how far do we have to get? Play them the sound and ask if they know what it is. Oh, no. They won't know it al- at all now. Oh, okay. I'm, I mean, like, I'm I'll ask Quinn. sure. Ask Quinn. Yeah, my yeah. 16-year-old stepson. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what Quinn thinks. Yes. Be like, what is this sound? Yeah, yeah. I bet he'll know. I bet he will, too. But not from direct Knowledge, to be clear, from right. someone else playing it in... A movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, somebody of interest shows up at the end of the episode. Yes, that was... Yeah. Um, at the end, when Mulder is... um Well, we see him sitting on a bench um, outside, which also seemed on mulder like for some reason. He was wearing sunglasses, which he looked very good in, I thought. And we see Deep Throat come up to talk about to talk to him and that's the guy that he met in episode two who we uh, haven't seen since yeah, right? we haven't, yeah we haven't seen him um and he's gonna become like a big deal and Mulder and him in their talk make it sound as if they've had a, an ongoing relationship like working together since then like even though as the viewer we haven't seen him since episode two I feel like I think it's deep throat says something like you know you can't just calling me that's not part of our relationship or something like that. Yeah. Um, Implying they have some sort of ongoing. Right. Relationship. Yeah. Of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah he's some sort of informant working in secret with Mulder and giving him information and uh, now is interested because of this fancy computer system of Brad's. Right, well, I think it was, or, if I'm remembering correctly, yeah, it was I'm because um, the reason why that guy was killed in the beginning of the episode, why the computer killed mm. the guy, had something to do with the fact that that guy had been working with the Department of Defense, remember? And so... No, I don't <laughs> okay, remember. <laughs> <that's okay. laughs> he was. Okay. Um... And so the Department of Defense was kind of off after that software. That's how we get to the oh, whole Oppenheimer yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Okay. Um, and so I think Mulder was talking to Deep Throat. I'm looking at my notes on this, and he was asking him where Brad is because so Brad. So they found right. out it was like accepted that the computer killed the guy, and so he wanted to know like, well, and and also killed Mulder's friend Jerry, and so they Mulder wanted to know like, well, why isn't Brad? Out then. Right. Why is he still in prison? And I did think it was interesting that um so they're talking, and Mulder says they can't just take a man like Brad without explanation, and Deep Throat says they can do whatever they want, which I feel like is a good like primer for the more conspiracy episodes with the syndicate and stuff that's coming up. Yeah. And then we find out that Mulder also, when he just Mulder eventually destroys the computer. And he, by doing that, also destroyed the only exonerating evidence, (laughs) which is cool. Um, Sorry, Brad. Yeah. But I think Deep Throat was involved because of the whole Department of Defense angle. Which it's interesting. It's come up kind of a lot, the Department of Defense, because they came up in the last episode in Shadows. Right. So, yeah. And we know Mm. stuff comes up later just from, from having... Seen it? Yeah. Um, I did think it was funny. So when Mulder is going into the building to try to destroy the computer, Scully ends up in an air vent for a while. You remember oh yeah, that? yeah. Does she like slides <laughs> down one? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's up in the air vent, and because they can't get in past the the computer locking the door, right. And so Mulder like boosts her up into an air vent, which just seems like. Poor Scully. Yeah. And uh, I just was thinking about Die Hard. Oh, see, I was thinking about that episode of New Girl with Bucky. Do you remember that? I don't know New Girl that well. It's when Cece and um, Chevron were getting married. Okay. It was in like episode two and they're at the hotel for the wedding. Oh, sorry. Season two. Okay. Season two. Um, End of season two. And. they're at the hotel and there's like a the must be a badger game because there's like a badger bucky badger oh, that bucky yeah that oh. bucky yeah and uh and Winston is all excited cuz he's an athlete and uh oh, okay. and is like all excited to see bucky and they're trying to ruin the wedding because Schmidt is in love with Cece right. and so they end up most of them end up in an air vent over the wedding and the plan was to release bucky onto the Odyssey, oh, an actual Chabram. badger? An actual badger. Yes, that is familiar now. Yes. Yeah, but then Bucky ends up loose in the vent. And, right, uh, right. It, that's just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that a badger would have really livened up this episode. It would have. Yeah. 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 What happens in Die Hard with an air vent? Oh, well, he's like creeping along. I haven't along. seen it in a while. Well, it's an, that's an air vent, isn't it? I don't know. You know, um... He's, like, in the ceiling. I think it's an mm. vent. God, i watch watched that movie every Christmas. Yeah, I can't. I can't. It's, I can't picture. You know, it's, like, a famous yeah. thing. I think so. I am. I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it, it made me think of Die Hard, though. Okay. That is a true statement. Yeah. 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 Um, well. Yeah. What else you got? On this episode... Nothing. It was real boring. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. Next episode is Ice. And that I am excited about. Yes. I'm already excited. Yeah. I feel like I already have stuff to say about Ice. Yeah. So you um, remember that one? I do. Yeah. Yes. I remember really liking it. Oh, I did have one more thing to say about this episode. was oh, just yeah. that, like, the whole thing had a sort of ripoff feeling as well that, like, it was like, or maybe ripoff, or maybe you'd say homage, um, to, uh, it's uh, what is it, 2001: A Space Odyssey? Really? Um, yeah, because of the whole like, I'm so, I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. The like computer that like it, hell, oh hell the hell nine thousand the ship like becomes sentient and takes over and you know. Oh really? Is like, that the, the deal with it? Uh, I guess eventually. Because here's the thing: I watched the first half of that with like yeah. the monkey and the obelisk, maybe hmm. apes. They might not be monkeys. I'm sorry. They um, should be. I'm honestly not sure, but there's definitely an obelisk. And, um, I don't know. I think I fell asleep, but yeah. I'm very aware of the end of the movie just from pop culture where, like, Dave is the human and then it's like there's an artificial intelligence computer named <laughs> Hal 9000 who's trying to take over and, you know, Dave will give him commands to, you know, stop doing this or whatever. And he'll be like, I'm sorry, Dave, I'm afraid I can't do that.
1: Does oh. that ring a bell? Like
0: that sort of... I'm no, do it that, doesn't. Dave. But oh, okay. it's ringing a bell from what having just watched this episode. Like I yeah, know. The, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. It was very like 2001: A Space Odyssey esque, but huh. boring. See, isn't 2001: A Space Odyssey really boring? Though? I mean, it, like people love it. Why? But clearly, it what can't be that mean? interesting because I fell asleep. So I don't know. I mean, sometimes so, people like boring stuff. Yeah, I. I watched it when we lived downtown, and I had a crush on one of our neighbors, and so I would go over and watch movies with them all the time. Yeah, these were the downstairs neighbors. Yeah, gotcha. Crushes on multiple neighbors. Um, (laughs) I I I knew. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I would go over there and watch movies with them, and one of them. Not the one I had a crush on, had like really obscure and. We watched a lot of David Lynch movies with them, yes. too. Yeah, I was yes. just thinking about that because Inland Empire is going to be playing at the film festival coming up. Oh, is it? Yeah. Woo. I don't remember. It's also about like that three one. and a half hours long, oh, but it's cut. got a really creepy scene at the end. So it's like, uh, how badly do you want David Lynch to creep you out? And how willing are you to sit still for three hours? Not, Not enough. Not very no. for yeah. either of those. No. Um, Pretentious. That was the word I was trying to think of. He had very pretentious taste in, he in movies. You did. I mean, I really like David Lynch movies, but I also agree that this particular neighbor's taste in movies could be described as pretentious. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I know 2001 A Space Odyssey was one I watched, and I was just like, I don't know that this is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, so you watched the whole movie... No, probably not. okay. I'm sure I I made some excuses that I was tired and went went back across the hall at some point. I would not have watched the whole movie. No, I think it's also probably really long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it seems like artificial intelligence taking control of things should be more compelling in film and TV, and yet apparently it isn't. I don't know, and is it just that we don't care? Maybe we don't care. I don't know. I mean, I remember going to the drive-in movie theater to see AI. Oh AI! Oh God, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Do oh, do you feel like it was? I remember being bored out of my mind. No, it wasn't boring. Maybe you were too little. I don't know. No, maybe you weren't little. little. Oh, okay. (laughs) I remember it being real sad in in an emotionally manipulative way, where like the family has little Haley Joel Joel Osment Mm. or whatever his name is, and it's like. Then they, like, leave him in the forest because they're going to have a human child or something. Yeah, And he's not a human child? No, he's a robot. Sorry. He's, like, a really convincing robot child. And then they leave him in the forest. Oh, God. Which, yeah, extremely emotionally manipulative. And then Jude Law is, like, a space prostitute robot or something, I think. That's pretty much Um, all I remember. And then they have adventures. Okay. And then it ends real weird and sad where he's, like, where Haley Joel Osment... Or Jude Law, one of them. I don't know. It's like under the water forever or something. Oh, and God. aware of it. Oh. I don't know. Huh. I never wanted to watch it again, but I didn't think it was boring. I thought it was emotionally manipulative. Ah, uh, I thought it was boring. Yeah, I guess it could be both. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I don't care that much if the robots want to take over. I feel like we could use some changes on our <laughs> world. Maybe the robots can yeah. do a better job. Yeah. Like... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just never feels compelling enough. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, maybe if this episode had been set up so we thought maybe Brad was a killer, maybe it would have been more interesting. Yeah. But it's like, it's clear from the get-go, here's the situation, and we're just running out the clock for Mulder to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. But next up is Ice, and I'm super excited about that. Speaking of Ice, and speaking of homages, um, Ice, if I'm thinking of the right episode, is like a great homage to the thing yes yeah yeah so oh and yeah. it's so intense yeah oh yeah. it's so good yeah so that'll Some, be and something about like i think it's in alaska it's definitely somewhere cold it's somewhere cold that's that was gonna be my point i yeah. feel like episodes that are somewhere cold have this sort of like ooh <laughs> feeling to them <laughs> i don't know like i love when the, the antarctica part oh god all the, the antarctica stuff and, yeah. yeah yeah and the black oil. I mean, that's, we're not at that for a while, but yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I guess we'll just make it a short episode this week. Yeah. Um, But we do to compensate for how short this episode is. um, We are recording a bonus episode, so make sure to look out for that as well. We're taking listener questions. Um, We got some fun ones. So go ahead and listen to that too. And uh, next up is ice. Bye. (laughs)